Hello, everybody. Good morning. It is Wednesday morning, and welcome to Elite Takes. We got a lot to talk about today. A lot has happened the last two days in the first uh, round, in the first games of the, of the of the NBA playoffs. So we'll go over it. Now, unlike a lot of other people, I'm not going to overreact, but I must admit. There is some pause to cause. There is some legitimate worries if this does continue. So with that being said, I'll just talk about some of the games that I think um, are notable uh, and just some of the things I've noticed. Number one, we'll start with the Bucks. Now, of course, they lost game one. I'm not going to overreact like I mentioned before because the... The Magic, I, they probably just got lucky, to be honest. I, I don't see them winning another game um, in that series because um, they don't have the, the firepower that other teams that could potentially make a, a, a upset have. Like, a lot of their players are gone. Like, Isaac injured. Um, I think they have a, a couple other players that weren't playing, uh, which which could help them, but they weren't playing. So, there's no real re- reason to, to be worried about the Bucks. I think they'll... Probably gentlemen sweep them. Uh, but with that being said, this is not a good sign. This is not a good sign. The Bucks have not been playing well this whole pre not preseason, but the whole bubble start up in the first eight games. They just haven't been playing well. As well as the Lakers, but I'll get to them later. But they have not been playing well. And what's the issue is when they start getting to play better teams, especially in round two and maybe round three, now that's when it's going to start getting, that's, that's, the pressure is going to start being applied. And another thing, Giannis is, Giannis played a decent game, you know, for in his standard. He played a good game. 31, I think he had seven and seven. You know, we're going to have to start holding Chris Middleton to a higher standard too. He is an all-star, you know. He's a solid Solid play. He's not a role player. He's a star. Some say all star. We're gonna have to hold him to that. Though you should not be losing to this Magic's team. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I don't think it's gonna happen again. I think this may be a wake up call for them, and they're gonna start getting it. Like, okay, this is real, and now we we can't be losing again. Um, and I think they'll they'll clean out the Magic's. But as as they move on. We're going to start seeing what Chris Middleton's made out of and what the Bucks team is made out of because they have a really good team and they should go to the finals. So with that being said, let's get to another notable. The Jazz versus the Nuggets. I'm going to go out on a limb. And this is not just, you know, me in the moment type thing. I've been high on him since... He disposed Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Since Paul George got 30-piece by Joe Ingles. Let me, let me not start. Let me not start. But John Donovan Mitchell, he's a problem. He's a problem. This man scored 57. 
This man scored 57. 57. And to be honest, do you know what the real difference is in that game? Jamal Murray played great. Jokic played great. Um, Ingles played great that game too. But the real problem with the Jazz is they just don't have enough offense. Now, granted, like Conley's not playing, and I think they lost um, another person. Um, but they just, like, how are you going to compete with the Nuggets offense? And you're the Jazz. Like, your defense is definitely there. Like, that's the reason, like, you, you guys are in the game and with Mitchell. But, like, you cannot compete against, you know, Murray, Jokic. Uh, they got they got a whole lot of players. What's his name? Porter Jr. They, they just have so many players that they could attack you with. And that's the thing. That's the difference. When when Mitchell would finish scoring, Murray would just come back. But Murray's not tired like that because he had more help offensively. Now, defensively, the Nuggets are still going to struggle. Uh, I don't think they're that great defensively, but offensively, that team is dangerous. And within the next two to three years, they might be the best team in the league, to be honest. I'm not even going to lie to you. They might be the best team in the league. If everyone stays healthy, especially when I say everyone, Michael Porter Jr. He's the key factor. He is the key factor. Now, let's get into the Lakers. This is, this is, this is, this is not good, man. I know, again, I'm not going to overreact, but if, I've I've been telling my friends this, the only way the Lakers are going to lose this series is if they continue to struggle shooting. Like, that's the only way. Like, I was texting my friend yesterday before the game started. He was telling me, like, how do I feel about them? I'm like, bro, man, if, if, if if the shooting struggles continue... We're definitely going to lose this game, and we might lose the series. Because, like, it's now, like, we're going into 10, 11 games, and they're still shooting terribly. And now there's no more room for errors, right? Like this. Oh, my God, man. I watched a whole game yesterday. This like Danny Green bricked, like, at least 10 threes, if I'm counting right. This And when I say threes... I mean, wide the fuck open threes. This nigga was bricking. And in KCP... KCP. Vogel, you've been doing great all year, so I'm not, like... I'm not gonna dog you. But you need to make adjustments. That is your job as a coach. You have to make adjustments. And... If KCP's playing that bad, Danny Green's playing that bad, you have Dion, you have JR for a reason. Play them. You know what I'm saying? And not like, just play them. This this Blazers team, you know, you know why this is a difficult series? Because this Blazers team is not really an eighth seed. They're not really an eighth seed, to be quite honest. They, they have they had so many injuries, which is why they're an eighth seed. But they're not an AC. They're they're honestly like a four or five seed. So Lakers are getting a bad end of the stick with that. They're not really an AC. And with that being said, they when in terms of like firepower compared to the Bucks and the Magics, like the Magics don't have firepower. This team got firepower. Firepower. They got Trent. They got Nurkic back. 
Hassan, like Hassan's serviceable. Like he is not ass like everybody says he is. This man is serviceable. He can easily give you, you know, 13, 14, even 16 and 8 off the bench. Easily. Like yesterday he was blocking shit in the fourth quarter. Like he is serviceable. We got Mello once again. If you haven't seen it, check the first episode out. Mello deserves an apology. This is the Hall of Fame we're talking about. Melo was balling. He was hitting clutch shots in the fourth. That's what he does. And we already know what CJ does. CJ is... CJ... You know what CJ is? CJ is like in between an all-star and a superstar. Like, he's like... He's like a... He's like a a low middle tier in between there. Because he's amazing, in my opinion. He is amazing. And then we got Dame. We don't, Dame time. We don't even got to explain. Now, Dame's a full-on superstar. And I don't know what type of... This man is going on a tear. I, You know, I haven't seen someone... And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, Curry hasn't played all year. Curry used to... Mm. I know Curry used to shoot deep threes, but I don't remember him shooting deep threes and making them this much like this. Unless he was like having a hot streak. But this is like... Dane's been doing this for now like like 15 games. No, maybe less than that. A little bit less than that. Like 13 games. Um, where he's just like hitting bombs after bombs after bombs. Like deep. Almost from the logo, for real. Now, I know Curry could do that, but I don't remember him hitting it like that. He used to hit threes, but I don't remember them being that far that often. Um, usually when he takes them that far, I, I remember he typically misses them. Sometimes he misses, he makes them. Um, maybe it's just like time in the moment with me when I've just been seeing a lot of Dame Lillard. But Dame, that man is a problem. So like I'm saying, in terms of defense, the Blazers are terrible. Like it's, it's fucking terrible. And I don't want and people. I saw people on Twitter talking about, oh, oh, this Lakers scored ninety three points. The Lakers didn't score ninety three points because the Blazers' defense was amazing. The Lakers scored ninety three points because they can't make a fucking shot. They're like, there's, there's a difference. The Lakers had wide open shots that were they were just breaking, like wide open. And the Blazers were making them. That's the difference. That's the difference. Now, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to leave out the accountability to AD and LeBron. They definitely both missed free throws. And then that definitely didn't help them. Um, But those free throws probably wouldn't matter as much if, if like, KCP and Danny Green, you know, didn't shoot like 10% from the field on like, you know, 20 shots, 25 shots. Those free throws wouldn't matter that much. But with that being said, I'm not going to overreact. I think Lakers are still going to win in five or six. Um, this is probably a good wake-up call for them. But they have to start shooting better. Like, I'm not worried about the Lakers. Like, well, if you watch the game, like especially in like the second or third quarter, when they were starting to make their shots and turning it on, it looked like the Blazers were about to be blown out, to be honest. Like that's like the like the Lakers. They're still a great team, 
they're just they're just taking them time to get the ball rolling and to get back into momentum. You could still tell they're still a great team. And then and they play great defense, honestly. Like they're playing pretty good defense for the most part um, during the game. Um, sometimes I I seen some backdoor cuts that that the Blazers are making. Well, it is what it is. But for the most part, they're playing pretty good defense. Um, they're getting a lot of rebounds. Dwight played really good. Um, the good thing is Rondo's going to be back ideally next game, or at least in the series. That's going to be helpful, especially guarding Dame or CJ. Uh, Caruso had a lot of hustle plays, so I'm I'm not worried. If we continue to shoot bad, then I'm gonna be real worried because Dame is not playing around. He is not playing around, and the thing is, like, I don't understand how they're not. Well, no, that's not. True. They've been off for five months, but like, the, it seems like the Blazers have just been in close game after close game after close game, which is crazy. It's real crazy. But with that being said, I think Lakers are gonna go by this now. Something else. Now let's get to the other LA team, the Clippers. Thought they got lucky game one. They there's a chance they still would have won, but when Porzingis went out, you could tell that it's not gonna go well for the Mavs. As when Porzingis went out, went out. Um, like it, like as as the game was rolling down, Doncic was doing everything and he was getting tired, um, and it just it just was not going to pan out well for them to be honest. Sorry to say, it's just not. But if if Porzingis you know plays against monster game, I think it, it'll be a tough series. I think it'll go six games. I still think the Clippers are going to win. Honestly, man, this Clippers team people are sleeping on, like this Clippers team. On paper, maybe one of the best teams of all time. Like just on paper, on paper, right? They have two top ten. No, not top ten. Top fifteen players. Kawhi is definitely top five, but Paul George is in top fifteen. I'm not putting him in top ten. But um, and then they just have like they they can go eight, nine, ten deep. Honestly, like they could really do that. Marcus Marcus Morris, maybe it's Markeith. I think it's Marcus. Uh, Marcus Morris played well. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna start Pat Beverly. Um, Jackson could play. Zubac could play. Trez didn't really play that much, but you know when he gets back into things, like they're a scary team, man. When they and the Lakers start getting rolling, it's gonna be an issue. It's gonna be a real problem. It's going to be a real problem. Now, with that being said, I think it's going to go six games. I, I, I Lucas should win them a game or two. Luca and Porzingis. Um, I just think the difference between them is they're going to rely too heavily on those two players, unlike the Clippers, where they don't have to rely too heavily on Paul George and Kawhi. They got Lou Will, like they got. I just named some of the players. They got they got too many players. They got too many pieces. They don't gotta rely on everybody. But the Mavs are no slouch. The Mavs are no slouch. I'm not gonna lie to you. The Mavs are no slouch. So with that being said, this pretty much sums up my like take 
on the first games of the playoffs. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It's payday, fellas. Chili burning,